The Talking Point with Kathy Mosasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. So we're bringing you live coverage from um, KwaZulu-Natal today. We're here with the government, that is the transport department in particular. And we're talking about the Tesha Waya Waya campaign. And I was asking earlier, what does Tesha mean? And uh, some of the guys around said it means jobs. It means jobs, Waya Waya. Boniso uh, Mbele is the head of Department for Transport in KwaZulu Natal. He joins me now. Mr. Bella, good morning to you. Good morning, morning, uh, to you, Kathy, and uh, morning to all to your listeners. Let's talk about today. We are seeing a stadium that is slowly filling up with young people. You say today is about jobs. Give us more. Yes, no, indeed, uh, Kathy uh, and the listeners. Uh, um, today, um, um, this is the program that is going to be uh, led by our MEC, MEC Sipotlomuga. Uh, is going to also be joined by the Premier uh, of KwaZulu-Natal, uh, Umama Onomsadube, and also um, the National Minister, uh, Minister Chikunga, uh, Minister for Department Transport. Um, as uh, we all know, uh, Kathy, that uh, the 29th, I mean the June is the Youth Month, um, so what we then decided as Department of Transport in KwaZulu-Natal is to get all the beneficiaries um, of job opportunities uh, within Department of Transport and Community Safety uh, to get together and come just and celebrate under the umbrella of Stesha Waya Waya, which means that uh, we continue to work and contribute. So if I understand you correctly, the people that we're seeing here are already beneficiaries of jobs programs. They're not people that are looking for job opportunities. Absolutely. Uh, these are uh, the young, uh, below the age of 35. They're coming from all over the Guazulu Natal, but only employed by Department of Transport and Community Safety. So at the moment, we've just uh, invited Kathy. It's just going to be just over 6,000. Um, within Department of Transport and Community Safety, we have uh, more than 10,000 uh, beneficiaries. What kind of jobs are these young people doing? Oh, Kathy, no, it varies. Um, there are those that uh, are graduates um, that um, probably were not um, getting opportunities. So we took them in our graduate development program. Uh, others, um, they do internship programs. Uh, there are also some um, that are employed under our EPWP, which is called VRRM. Then they get exposed in construction and maintenance uh, of, of roads um, and also the National Youth Services where we've got big projects um, and then they get exposed in terms of exponential training. Um, we also got um, new recruits for traffic uh, police and also uh, Kathy, um, we also got uh, operators. Um, uh, you you'd, um, remember that uh, for us to um, upkeep the roads, more especially, we know that most of our roads in Iguazulu Natal, over 80, 85% of our road network, it's gravel. So you would need uh, people that will be driving uh, those yellow plant, uh, which is graders, TLBs and trucks. And we've got youth that are very energetic and excited to be part of those programs. Mm. Now, the, the young people that are here, you've talked about the fact that some of them, of course, would have gone to institutions of higher learning. Absolutely. Do, do you have some of the figures in terms of what percentage you're getting 
from these institutions and how many of them would just be local young people that perhaps have not had the opportunity to go to these institutions of higher learning but that you've been able to upskill as, as, as government and give these opportunities to? Okay, um, it, it's, it's a number of them. Maybe starting with um, as Department of Transport since we're responsible for construction and um, designs off-road network. Uh, bear in mind that Kathy now we also get hard hit with um, uh, uh, torrential rains and that, so you need a properly designed road. So the youths that are, are also part of this program are our technicians and technologists and engineers. Uh, we've been continuously as a Department of Transport on average um, been affording opportunities and awarding bursaries for more than uh, 200 uh, young um, uh, students to go and, and uh, develop themselves at universities and technicons. Um, and also, uh, some of them, they, they also are mechanics. So um, probably, um, just to answer your question, to say roughly how many they currently here, which are graduates, but also graduates at Kathy, that deals not only on the engineering and the hardcore part, but also on the SCM and finance mm -hmm. uh, to make sure that we comply with the audit uh, prescripts as we get audited either by Treasury or by even Auditor General. So we've got under auditing, we just got over 200 of those. But as engineers, uh, currently they are uh, between the mechanics and the civil engineers and, and technicians, there are more than 500 that are here. Look, I, I think that any job that is created mm. under the current economic environment that we have should mm. be welcomed. Absolutely. One of the um, comments and, and perhaps even criticisms generally around um, some of the EWP projects is that this is often very temporary work mm, mm, uh, mm, and mm. that over the long term it doesn't become sustainable. And, and even some of the other initiatives that are targeted towards young people, they make a difference for that particular time. And mm. I wonder what, the, what are the conversations that you're having, even as the transport department around how then, um, you know, we can move beyond just the step of, of giving these young people that first leg in to say, actually, this can be employment that can be a lot more sustainable. No, you, 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 you're quite correct. Um, I think you, in terms of the EPWP, yes, we've had the, those comments uh, that are starting to say EPWP is, is short-term and is short-lived. But however, the importance of EPWP is just that it exposes you to the work environment. Mm. Then you're then able to say, um, more especially under Department of Transport, we've got a lot of opportunities now where people can be employed um, permanently. Uh, be um, doing the road maintenance, as I explained, or even um, uh, um, they can then start. I think uh, later on you'll be interviewing one young um, uh, lady that has already started a construction business. So it's more of an entry and more of an exposure because if a person is sitting at home, um, if you had to compare between EPWP and the person sitting at home, and then we will always encourage that um, people just need exposure so, so that at least they will be able to propel. But there are those that, that start to say, no, 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 construction, uh, it's not my mm. uh, call and then they'll try other things uh, administratively uh, they could be able to do admin work so but I think the, the most important thing is just to create that environment um, and also to um, encourage the youth to be able to wake up in the morning and um, and start to um, um, wake up 
get into 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 the work, get into the habit of working, and also getting to exposed in terms of opportunities. Then they mm-hmm. then decide. You can't force them eventually in terms of what they would want to do uh, yeah, later. But um, I think. Um, for us, Jan, to deal with the unemployment, yes, partly government needs to um, come on board as we're coming on board, but also private sector needs to come on board. But also, um, we need to create a lot of SMMEs and people that will be able to mass employ a lot of people so that uh, mm-hmm. they're able then to uh, sustain and employ other people as well. What do you find are often the challenges from a skills perspective that these young people face? Yeah, um, the, in terms of the skills, what, what you'll then find um, sometimes, um, you'll find that um, in terms of after they've qualified either from tertiary institution, from the university, or, or from the, from the uh, technicon, then they will expect that um, they will be sitting in the offices wearing uh, white uh, suits and ties. Mm. But uh, engineering, um, more especially us, because that's the core um, in, in, the, in the Department of Transport, you have to wear overalls, you need to work hard, you need to work in the sun. Um, that's where now you'll be able to, to grow and learn all the ropes so that um, when you get into a level now of supervisory and uh, when you get into a level of being able to be a mentor and advise other people, but at least um, you have shared your fair time uh, in terms of making sure that at least um, you know what you're talking about. You've mm. experienced um, the, the, the hard work uh, on site. So that's basically, I think we just, that's why we try and um, expose them. We have partnership with the local technical and university to come and, and, and expose these young children. Mm. I'm listening to you talk about all of the maintenance work that, of, of course, many of these young people will also be uh, be part of uh, as a result of the functions that you in the Department of Transport have to perform. And the, one of the things that is recurring in my mind is an issue of of of, of quality, the uh, quality of maintenance, uh, uh, and, and that's a big issue, you uh, know, particularly for taxpayers who say, well, you know, we're constantly paying for roads to be maintained, and yet these roads, you know, I don't know if you've seen Mm. it in your province, but sometimes you'll have a pothole that keeps getting filled, but Mm. somehow it's always there, Mm. you know, Mm. the never-ending tale of of road degradation. How do we improve um, that quality? Of, of, of services and of work that, that is being done too? No, thanks, uh, Cathy. That's a very good question. Um, in any um, uh, situations, if you see a portal, a, a portal, it's a, a, a symptom of something, right? And hence, when you then start exposing um, these young um, uh, youth uh, that are here, so you're then starting to train them that uh, you just don't go and fix the portal. So you need to then investigate what causes that portal. One, it could be the issue of probably the drainage issue. Uh, secondly, it could be maybe a road that is now due for rehabilitation. But I must be honest that um, there, there seems to be a mismatch in terms of the budget allocation because some of the roads that um, are overdue for reconstruction, you'll find that um, we, we sort of... Um, 
patch put hold as a holding measure. Mm -hmm. But uh, that is a problem. But remember, Kathy, um, how our infrastructure was built, was built to serve the minority. So what we're now doing in KZN, we're even going to rural areas to make sure that there are surface roads, there is also gravel roads, so that we, we do a balancing act. As we do that, then it becomes a challenge. And um, not then to say, because remember, you need to make sure that uh, all the surface roads, um, you, you continue maintaining them to the top um, standard, but also uh, communities that didn't have surface roads or tarred roads and they've never seen tarred roads in their rural areas, then they, they also deserve to have better roads. So that is often the challenge. But um, also we've um, seen as well that maybe uh, as government we just need to look at the tendering system as well. Because this issue of saying the lowest tender care fee uh, in terms of price would, would always do a better job. It's absolutely a fallacy. Um, we just need then to make sure that whoever uh, get a project, more especially on the government side, uh, if you go a tendering route, um, is able to make sure that it does it properly. But also yeah. on the side mm -hmm. of the internal teams, because these people that are here are not contractors, they're internal. So we need to make sure that uh, they do what proper, proper pitching. All proper right. pitching, what means? It means that you cut the square like you would see, and not that you just go and plug. So basically, there are a lot of technicalities around how you, you, you patch the portal, but uh, it's, a, a sub, it's a long subject on its own. All right. Sponisombele, let me thank you for your time. He, of course, is the head of department in the transport department in KwaZulu-Natal. In a moment, we're going to be hearing more uh, from some of the young people that are beneficiaries of these projects and, of course, the transport minister too. Thank you.